talking about the things that matter most to you. Catholic Women Now. Welcome to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I'm Julie Nelson. Good morning. I'm Chris Magruder. Welcome to our coffee table. That's right. We got a, a red checkered tablecloth. We have the bistro chairs. We yes. got the coffee brewing. Yes. And we, have, we have a vivid imagination. We haven't laid out that checkered <laughs> tablecloth for a long time, Julie. I figured nope. we needed to do that today. I, that's I agree. It's a kind of a dreary day out, so it's a nice day just to... Cheer it up inside here, the studio. That's, that's so. right. That's so yeah. Right. Well, that's the, that's the the style of our show. It's like we're <laughs> sitting here having coffee at a coffee shop. With that's all right. of you who are joining us today, and we just appreciate all your listenership and your support. And please do keep us in your prayers. And we pray for you, too, as well. And speaking of prayer, one of our good friends who prays for us often is with us today, Barbara Heil. So excited to talk to her. She's a crazy busy woman, but we snagged her for a little bit. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's always a treat when Barbara's in the house. That's right. Well, should we start with prayer? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, okay, Chris, I still kind of, I'm still smiling over our our show last week with our husbands. (laughs) Yeah. That that was a lot of fun. We hope you all enjoyed it, too. We did a little St. Valentine's show. I was just listening to it this morning as we were coming in. I listened to it on the podcast, and I liked the last two segments. Our guys finally kind of got into the mm-hmm. the rhythm of it, and it was fun to listen to some of their answers. They definitely. are good sports to come on with they us, were. right? <laughs> they were. They yeah, were. Yeah. Well, should we start with a little truth and beauty? Yes, truth, beauty, and goodness. What is what is yours for today? What is mine for today? Mine is beauty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was just gone last week in Florida, and the beauty of the Gulf and the ocean is just always captures my mm. heart. And I was contemplating one day, it's like God enters into everything. This is his creation. Mm. Everything is in, that I'm seeing is his, and he enters into all of this from the beautiful sunsets to, to the sand on the beach to holding the waves back. I mean, he, he's in mm-hmm. all that to that little mm-hmm. crab that scurries across the, mm-hmm. across the beach mm-hmm. and us. Yes. And Amen. us Amen. as his created beings. I think mine was just last night I went and listened to uh, my daughter actually speak about Ignatian Contemplation. And the pirate's prayer, and both of oh, them yeah. listening forms of prayer, we went over to Council Bluffs, and there were 60 people, um, probably more of a retired crowd, and just the beauty of them, you know, in their last leg of life, you know, I, we can all say that, you know, in the last third of our life, that, you know, they're still striving to go deeper with the Lord. I was thinking about that today, how, will I ever stop not doing this, Lord? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. yeah, as I was contem- I was praying this morning in the chapel. Yeah. Yes, and we're going to do that maybe a little bit in our last couple segments with Barbara too. How we can go uh, deeper, deeper. Mm-hmm. go higher. Yeah, we're going higher. There, I love we're going it. up the mountain. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's great. Right. Well, let's welcome in Barbara and just a little bit about Barbara. If you've not heard of Barbara, uh, <laughs> she's a Catholic speaker and evangelist, and she was a former pastor and traveled the world missionary as a missionary, spreading the gospel in over sixty countries and. She came into the Catholic Church in 2014, and um, she lives here in Iowa. She she became an Iowa farm wife, and uh, we just are delighted. I and mean, it's such a treat to have her so close to us here in Iowa. Welcome, Barbara Heil. Hey, how are you? It's good so, to be with you. So fun to have you back in the studio here with us. Thank you. I've I've missed you. It's good to good to have the three of us together on the air. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Yes. Well, we are 
I wanted to talk a little bit about what is going on, and it's been all over the news. It even made Fox News, a lot of news wires, um, about what's happening at Asbury College in Kentucky these past two weeks. And there's- oh, my goodness. It's, it's thrilling. It's really exciting. Um, Asbury College is in a tiny little town of 4,000 people in Kentucky, and they are they were birthed out of the the circuit riders of the 1800s when America was experiencing what we call the Second Great Awakening, and um, they've had they've been visited with a really amazing phenomena of the Holy Spirit where people are mystically drawn to the heart of Jesus with the with the longing for repentance and and really surrendering themselves to Jesus. In 1970, the school experienced uh, several weeks of revival, of where of an awakening, of being reawakened, where the students just stayed in the chapel. And from that revival, when, uh, when it was discerned that it had run its course, the students were actually sent all over the country to give witness to what had happened uh, in their chapel service. So they've been, there's always been prayer meetings at Asbury College amongst the students, Lord, do it again. And I want you to know that's a really great prayer to pray. Have you ever had that that significant moment that you can remember in your walk with the Lord where you knew it wasn't you causing this? It was you were responding to the Lord and you might have sensed a special grace in your life. It is perfectly wonderful to pray, Lord, do it again, because he, he responds to the hunger and thirst. Well, they've been praying, Lord, do it again. And I think it was February 8th, they were having a regular, typical, ordinary chapel service. I have watched the video of the chapel service. Nothing going on, nothing extraordinary, no big, brand new thing going on. Uh, the, the gentleman spoke on love, loving God, loving, uh, giving Jesus more of your love, uh, receiving more of his love, and then being more loving. And he walks off the platform and from what I have been told by people that are there on the ground, um, the students were dismissed, and a few of the students came back into the chapel and began to just surrender to the presence of the Lord that was there and, be- and started weeping over their sins. And then more students started coming, and then more students started coming. And before we knew it, it has reached people all over the country have been making their way to Asbury College. And the whole student body has been participating, and it is marked with deep repentance of sins, weeping over sins, praising of Jesus. There is no worship band making it happen. There's no smoke and lights. There's no famous speaker coming in. It is 100% student-led. It is overseen by the faculty, but it's 100% student-led. And the Lord is just there. Mm. And people that have gone to visit, and by now they've had over 50,000 visitors and maybe more. I think they're still counting. And and this is a little college in Kentucky in a town of four thousand people. Wow! And um, and it's becoming yes. it's, and it's becoming a pilgrimage site. It seems. Yeah, people are flocking wow. from all over the country. It became a 
Yes, it became a pilgrimage site because people began to hear about it because of social media. First through the students. The students, other students began flocking there. And it now this revival has spread to five other colleges that we know of. Wow. Plus, I just got a message this morning uh, from a, a Catholic school in Australia <laughs> that was having their chapel and the students stayed after and uh, the presence of the Lord just came. And it's, it's really, really beautiful. The, the, it's become a pilgrimage site. They said the line stretches for half a mile to get in. And I when you get that, in, that, when you get in, oh, go ahead. Well, um, we're kind of bumping up against the clock here, Barbara. So, but I have seen the videos of all the, of the lines. So we are talking with Barbara Heil here on Catholic Women Now. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to dive more into what is happening at this revival that's going on at Asbury College in Kentucky. Hi, everyone. It's Teresa Tamio from EWTN's Catholic Connection radio program. You know, Catholic radio continues to be a spiritual lifeline for the faithful, the curious, and the searching. Catholic Radio offering something for every stage of someone's faith journey. But we cannot do it without you. So please consider a gift to this Catholic Radio station at whatever level you're able to do. And join us in reaching souls, deepening faith, and converting those hearts, one person at a time. Thanks, Teresa. 515-223-1150 is the number to call. You know, one of the ways you can support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network is if you have a business or you're a part of an organization to be an underwriter or a sponsor of programming on the network, especially if you're interested in doing business with or being associated with the type of person who listens to Iowa Catholic Radio. Give us a call at 515-223-1150. Everyone who gives at any level this week during the semi-annual fundraiser will get a copy of Jimmy Aiken's book, The Words of Eternal Life. 515-223-1150. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I'm Julie Nelson, joined with by my wonderful co-host, Chris Magruder, and our, we are visiting with Barbara Heil. She is telling us a little bit more about what's going on with this revival in Asbury College in Kentucky. Um, Barbara, w- could you tell us a little bit more of this from a Catholic perspective and some people I know that you've been there has gone there as Catholics as well to the revival. Sure, absolutely. But first of all, I'm going to correct myself. I told you twenty thousand pilgrims. They're estimating there have been fifty thousand pilgrims that have made their way to this little college in this little tiny town uh, to their little tiny chapel. Their little tiny <laughs> chapel is built for this. So it's really amazing. And they are. I, I will tell you, they are shifting to make it more just about the students. So starting today, either today or tomorrow, the only people that are going to be allowed in the chapel are those 25 and under who are students. So the rest of us pilgrims will continue to meet, but in other um, auditoriums besides the chapel, because they really want to keep this for the university students that are experiencing this outpouring of God's love for them. Mm. And what makes it a revival is not just that God is showing up, but the people are responding. Mm -hmm. And it's so beautiful. So many Catholics have visited this Asbury outpouring, and many priests that I know have visited and kind of reported on it, and they they actually are administering uh, reconciliation right at Asbury College for the Catholics that have been visiting there, have been so touched by God. Beautiful. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you yield yourself to repentance, to being, to being truly 
surrendered to the love of Christ, it changes you. You can't force that kind of atmosphere to happen. Programs can kind of foster an atmosphere, but this sometimes the Holy Spirit just lands, and and we just respond, and then He moves and He changes hearts. And what a beautiful example of ecumenism! I mean, wow, ecumenism! Yes, yes, yes. Everybody's there. Uh, Catholics are there. Protestants are there. Mm. Methodists are there. Pentecostal. Everybody's there, mm. and nobody's preaching. Um, you know. You know, the rest of you are wrong. You know, right, nobody's right, doing right, that. Right. Everybody just where they're at in the, and they, their, their level of revelation uh, concerning the teachings of the church, they're, they're just there. But they're responding to God and going deeper. And can you imagine in the midst of all the darkness that you hear about on the news or that you hear about in the culture? And, you know, you, if, we, if we meditate on evil, our hearts will fail us for fear. But in the midst of this darkness, this light of God is landing on university students. And, and it's so wonderful. And Jesus's prayer request is getting answered of the Father. Father, let them be one as you and I are one. Exactly. Wow. wow. I will tell you, throughout the Catholic Church, we have also known these moments of renewal, mm-hmm. restoration, revival. It starts out with the day of Pentecost where the Holy Spirit comes. It's a type of revival because in that day, the disciples so yield to the movement of the Holy Spirit in their lives that Peter gets up and preaches, Peter, Peter, the one that's always sticking his foot in his mouth, Peter <laughs> gets up and preaches, and 3,000 people say, what must we do to be saved and he says repent right Mm. repent and be baptized and you too will be filled with the holy spirit so that was like the first big christian revival and it went on from there in the early church then when the when the early church fathers spread throughout modern day turkey and into uh, modern day Italy and up and through Rome and up all through the known world, they went into Egypt. They went to India. Everywhere they went, they they brought the love of God and the Holy Spirit moved, and the church grew exponentially. Well, Barbara, I have I, ha- I have a question for you because you said well, they ask, "What do I do?" And one of the questions, Julie, and I wanted to ask you is, if we want a strengthening of our Holy Spirit gifts more tangible encounters with the Lord. Do you suggest that it means that we start with repentance, with reconciliation, or how do we strengthen our own Holy Spirit gifts? I mean, you know, we're, we're doing the things. We're reading our scripture. We're doing our daily prayer. Um, how do we strengthen those gifts? I, and I kind of want to just say, is, is, is this, how do we surrender? How do we surrender mm. ourselves to this? Maybe that's okay. the answer there, too. Beautiful. That, that, is, the, that is the word. Um, I'm going to just finish this point. I'm going to say uh, St. Francis of Assisi, basically that was a revival. Teresa of Avila, basically that was a revival. Catherine of Siena went around preaching. People came to repentance. They returned to the Lord. These were Catholic revivals. They've mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. all through history. And guess what? There, it's, there, there is great movement right now in the Catholic Church amongst those that are truly seeking the Lord. How Amen. do I yield more to the Holy Spirit? How do I yield more to the movement of God in my life and, and obey my hunger and obey my thirst? And the number one thing to do is lean in. Lean in. 
you know, I can get used to going through the motions of my my prayer system or my 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 own personal prayer tradition and my the way I do things and then I finish and I'm done and I'm like okay got that done check that off the list and now I'm going to go about the rest of my day and and that's that's a good starting point but we want to grow in this love relationship with God where we're just head over heels with him and that that involves just leaning in a little bit deeper. Lord, why do you say that? What are you saying to me personally? What is your heart for me today? What going deeper with repentance? Lord, shine your shine your light on my heart and you show me what I need to repent of. Mm-hmm. I can I can sit here all day long and think of the things I should confess, but Holy Spirit, what are you putting your finger on in my life? Even that that thing I don't want to look look at. That the number one thing is to ask. See, Jesus said it this way: Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For he that asks receives, and he that seeks finds, and to him that knocks the door will be opened. And then he teaches about, if you ask for bread, I'm not going to give you a stone. And he and he continues, if you ask for an egg, you're not going to get a scorpion. If you ask for a fish, there's no good father that's going to give you a serpent or a snake. Even so, as your earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to their children, the Father will give the Holy Spirit to those that ask. And he's really speaking about the more of God, ah, not just yeah. having initially received the Holy Spirit at my baptism and confirmation, but I need that continual baptism of His love in my day, in I, my life, I in love my that. living. Yeah. Amen. And it's, so it's, it's, and it's, if I ask, if I ask, I will receive. And it, that's, so I lean in. That's where it starts. Barbara, we're up against the clock for another break here. So you're listening to Catholic (laughs) Women now on Iowa Catholic Radio. We will be back with more important information and with Barbara Heil. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Greg Popchak from More to Life. Thank you for listening and supporting your local Catholic radio station. Please remember to tell everyone you know about how your life has been impacted by this station. We're all called to share the good news, and you're a part of that effort when you invite someone else to listen and become inspired and formed in our Catholic faith. Your financial support is also vital in this work, so please stay tuned and join in this effort. If you feel the Holy Spirit tugging on your heart, now's the time to call. 515-223-1150. It's the semi-annual fundraiser here at Iowa Catholic Radio all week long. We hear stories constantly of folks who are impacted by this station. Lives changed, marriages renewed by speaking and listening to people like Dr. Popcheck, who can counsel folks from a Catholic perspective. But we need your prayerful help and your financial assistance to keep going. 515-223-1150 or online at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you. Welcome back to Catholic Women. Now you're listening to Chris Magruder and Julie Nelson. We're speaking this morning with Barbara Heil. First, we talked a little bit about what's going on at Asbury College and a little bit about how do we strengthen our own Holy Spirit gifts, which Barbara said, ask. And so, Barbara, I'm going to ask you, tell us about a time that you asked for more and got more. We're curious. 
<laughs> uh, I'm asking for more all the time. <laughs> I and think that's the key right there. Yeah. You know, it's not just in your yes. devotion time Ask, in the morning. <laughs> yeah, just asking for more all the time and allowing ourselves to be hungry. Listen, Jesus in the Beatitudes said on the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. And for me, it began when I had little children, and I said, Lord, I want a bigger heart. I want a bigger capacity. I don't want to just continue in this little part of my life. I want you to have all of my life. I want you to have all of me. And I began to pray and offer my whole self to God, my whole heart. And I would say, Lord, expand my heart. Lord, I want more love for you. I want to love you more. I want to love others more. I began to ask for more of him and, and more of who he is. And, and I began to repent. I, I, I remember repenting and saying, Lord, forgive me for having small, a small heart, for having a stingy heart, for having a little heart. Lord, break my heart open that I can receive all of what you died to give me. And I still pray that prayer, and I still pray that prayer with other people. And if I, we, we can get busy doing our religious duty, but Jesus, the lover of my soul, it's like a, it's like a spousal relationship. If all you do is, is, is serve and love your spouse because they're providing for you or paying the bills or, or, or you know, paying the dental for your dental work and and you're just oh thank you you're 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 a good spouse and you walk away but but don't just love to be around that person you're you're in it you're in what saint Teresa of avila would call a mercenary relationship mm-hmm. i'll be good to you because you're good to me mm-hmm. so barbara along I, those along those lines i i have to ask you um if we're given more and we want to embrace the more but maybe we're walking with our spouse who isn't asking the same thing. You know, I, I recently had somebody ask me, do I hold back or do I, you know, do I just keep going? Ah, I think the, the really a good picture of this is Saint, is uh, Monica, the mother of St. Augustine, whose son wasn't a spousal relationship, but her son was in total rebellion and she went after God and God got after her son. How about St. Rita of Cassia, mm-hmm. whose husband was a mobster, basically, um, whose, whose, whose husband's side of the family was doing, uh, was killing, uh, you know, their, the people that they were fighting with. It was the mafia, it was the Italian mafia before mm. they called it the mafia. And she went after God. She grew in holiness. She's a saint today, but she was married to a man that had blood on his hands, and he in no way was trying to walk (laughs) in the revelation she had of her Savior, but she went after God, and guess what? He began to move in her family, and repentance began to move after many, many years. She walked with God, but she walked, she obeyed her hunger and thirst, and I, you know, the question is, and I, and this is the truth, most evangelism is one-on-one. So if I, the greatest legacy you could give your spouse, your children, 
your grandchildren, your neighbors, is for them to see a man or woman completely sold out to what they believe in and following the love of their life, who is their creator, who causes them to love everybody in their family so much better and so much more deeply. That's the greatest legacy we can give to our family is our obedience to the heart of the Father. Mm. Okay, so Barbara, I serve. We serve our family because... Of the, we serve well and better because of the love of God that is within us. Mm. So I want to add something here, and I want to, you know, you can, you can obviously comment on it. But like with using our gifting, and then there, there kind of comes in this, this situation where do I show my gifting in front of my husband when I pray, or what do I do? And I, when you were talking about that, I was just thinking, we take our gifting, and we take it to Jesus, and use our gifting to pray to Jesus for our husband, you know, like... You know, you know, like if you have an insight to something about your husband, you don't go to him and say, oh, honey, I, you know, in prayer, I got this. They're not ready for it. You take that to Jesus and say, Lord, help, you know, help me to pray for this. Uh-huh. Help me to do this mm-hmm. or whatever you're asking. Mm-hmm. Well, let's we're talking about two different things now. Because OK, we're talking about revival and and letting our love show and responding to the love of God that is growing in our hearts and being awakened in love for God so that he, he is my eternal bridegroom. He is my everything. And we live that out. My gifting is different than my love. My love for God will make room for me. My love for God will touch people's hearts. My, the gifting that I have, those are tools. Those are just tools, and they're under the direction of Holy Spirit for when to use those tools and how to use those tools. But at the same time, you can't separate uh, the love of God from your nature and your heart. It's going to change you. It's going to transform you, and you're going to be giving these tools and giving these gifts and giving these charisms uh, to as a means of blessing other people and of, of allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through you to affect the lives of others. And St. Paul gives us direction about that. And when he talks about the gifts of the Spirit or the charisms or our giftings, it's they are to be used for the building up of the other. Always for the building up of the other, not for the building up of myself, mm. not for the increase of my own spirituality, but as a gift to the other. And it's under the direction and leadership of Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Amen. That's a great way to close us yeah, out yeah, yeah, today. I so. Well, that, I, that's a good distinction because I think that is confusing for people sometimes mm-hmm. in these situations. Mm-hmm. So really, that was really helpful, Barbara. So thank you for that. Um, thank you for joining us here on Catholic Women Now. As always, it goes by fast and so much great in, uh, revelation inspiration from you, Barbara. And thank you for all that you're doing for all of us out here. It's, it's my delight. I'm happy to be back on Iowa Catholic Radio. love my Des Moines and Iowa people. And um, yes, it's just a pleasure. And you know what? We are praying for, there is a renewal happening in our own church. Amen. And Amen. God is doing something mm-hmm. for God is doing it. something. We yeah. are. Amen. But, Amen. Julie, you want to do a quick prayer for Let's us? Let's do a quick All right. prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This Amen. This is just a real simple prayer, prayer to surrender ourselves to Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, what we have, we give you, Lord. What we have, we give you, Lord. 
Amen. What we have, we give you, Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father and, and the, the Son, Son and, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now go do impossible things with God. Today's Catholic Women. On the voice for Catholic Women Now, Iowa Catholic Radio. Do impossible things you do.